Welcome to the Huntley Baptist Church podcast. We hope that this message can be an encouragement to you today. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist@extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.com. Tenakote Tefano, Kotiwehe, Kiteatua Nana, Nena Meakatoa, Mefakakaroria, Tono Ingua Tapu, Amine. Etifare o potato te fero fero te kahuariki paimarie kiarato. Ko Topuri toku maunga, ko Glenmark toku waka, ko Waikato toku awa, uh, ko Bruce toku fano, ko Kiri Kiriroa toku kainga, ko Grace toku hoa wahine, ko Adam toku papa, ko Heather toku mama. Um, ko Cameron toku ingua. Norera tenakoto tenakoto katoa. <laughs> um, so good to be here. I um, feel really privileged to be invited to do this. I love Huntley. I've been working here for about a year. Um, and oh, actually a bit over that now. Um, and yeah, love this place. Um, my uh, granddad used to be the minister at Trinity Church for a little while. Um, I never met him. Um, yeah, he passed away before I was born. Um, but yeah, it's kind of cool that um, I get to be involved in what the church is doing here now. Is that something that has been, um, yeah, in my family for a little while, for a few generations. Cool. Tonight, um, I'm going to be talking about the discipline of following Jesus. Um, Hopefully, it's more fun than it sounds. <laughs> but yeah, I'll start off with um, some stories. So, have you ever looked at someone and seen complete hopelessness on their face? There's this one time where I was in San Francisco. I just got off a train and I looked out the window and I could see there was a man standing next to the train tracks. He had his hoodie up, he was staring at the ground. And he just looked hopeless. And I felt this beating in my chest and felt like God was just asking me to go up and just talk to him, just share some hope with him and tell him that God cared. And we were in San Francisco for a bit of a holiday, a bit of traveling, and I had some places to be. I had some things to do. And unfortunately in this case, I pushed that feeling down. I walked out of the train station. I remember looking back up to where he was and I could still see him up there and I just felt this sinking feeling inside that I had failed. Um, yeah, instead of doing what I felt like God had called me to, um, I just went on with my busy life that felt important at the time. Um, there's another time quite recently I was in Hamilton with some friends. Uh, one of them had just started a clothing brand and printed out all these stickers. We were putting them all around Hamilton. Um, now, as I was doing that, um, I had quite a few to go, and there was this couple on the side of the road who were dancing, um, kind of like busking. They're pretty good dancers. And I walked past and they complimented me on my jacket, which I thought was a really nice thing to do. Anyway, uh, kept walking and then I was like, oh, maybe, 
maybe I, I actually thought back to that first time and I was like, you know, it's okay to be like interrupted from what you're doing sometimes. So I went back and I actually started chatting to them. And as we were chatting, it came out, um, uh, yeah, the lady said something about God. And I just kind of jumped on it and I was like, oh, are you guys Christians? Do you believe in God? And she said yes, and we had a really cool conversation about that. Ended up inviting them along to church and stuff. They just moved to Hamilton. Um, and, yeah, I think they're in, like, emergency housing. Um, so, yeah, that was, like, a really cool opportunity where I felt like I could have just gone on with what my task was, with what my busy life said to do, but instead I actually let myself be interrupted by what God wanted me to do in that moment. Um, yeah, I wish I was always that obedient, but don't we all? <laughs> um, last week, I had the privilege of going to Queenstown with Grace and one of her friends. It was an awesome holiday. Um, yeah, she planned out so much cool stuff to do. But something I discovered on that holiday, which maybe you guys have run into as well, is Every single day we had so many plans. We were going to do this. We were going to get up at this time. We were going to drive here and see this thing. We were going to drive here and see that thing. And by the time I got to the end of the trip, I realized I was more tired than when I went on holiday. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you find sometimes after your holiday you have to schedule another day off to rest? <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh it's pretty easy to get busy, is uh, what I've found. Um, my week since then has also been quite busy. How have your guys' weeks been? Hands up if you felt busy this week. A fair few of us, sweet, cool. Um, tonight I'm going to share with you guys um, not something that I have mastered at all, um, but something that I desperately need to hear and put into practice myself. Um, now, to start off, we're going to get our Bibles out. So, if you could all turn to um, Matthew 11, 28 to 30, and my friend Luca, another guy with the shaggy haircut, is going to come up and read it out to us. It is Matthew 11, 28 to 30, and he'll be reading it out of the NLT. Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 to 30. Um, it says, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and have a gentle heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. So good. Thank you, Luca. Let's give him a clap. Great reading. Awesome. Hey, I think that one of the biggest barriers to true rest for myself and for our culture is busyness and hurry. Now, that may not be the same for all of us. Some of us didn't grow up in a Western culture where busyness and hurry is prioritized. Um, I grew up in Zambia, and over there they have the saying, African time. It's very different to... Um, New Zealand time, <laughs> yeah. Over there, cars aren't very reliable, roads aren't very reliable, so people arrive when they arrive. Um, Grace and I spent some time in Mexico as well, and there's definitely Mexican time as well. Like, those people don't get out of bed till 3 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, if, 
if you come from a different culture, you might be blessed in this because um, resting and not getting busy and hurried could be a lot easier for you. Um, I find that taking time to rest and feeling rested can be really hard. Um, yeah, right now in my life, I feel like I'm just giving and giving and giving, and then I take a deep breath and I say, God, give me more energy. I'm so tired, and I just haven't rested. Um, maybe you feel like that your life is similar. You just keep going and going, and yeah, you take a breath, kind of pray for that extra energy, but you don't feel any sense of real rest. Yeah, so let's look at what that verse says. I think it's really cool. Um, before we do that, we'll look at one thing it doesn't say. It doesn't say, come to me and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Unfortunately not. <laughs> um, God created work and he said it was good. You know, we are created for work, but rest is also good and we're also created to do that. Um, now, Jesus says that he has a yoke. Um, not a joke, a yoke. And um, yeah, this is a metaphor. He doesn't literally have a yoke. Um, what a yoke is, in this case, is Jesus um, is talking about a yoke that was used for oxen. Okay, So they were big cows, they used to pull heavy stuff, and the yoke is a piece of wood that goes over the back of the ox, and it allows it to lift heavy loads. Pretty simple. <clears throat> now Jesus says, take my yoke upon you, and you will find rest for your souls. Wow, rest for your soul. How, how good does that sound? For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. To rest, what we need to do is take off our own burdens, surrender them to God and take on his burden instead. His burden is easy and light and gives us rest. How do we do this? How do we rest? I really struggle with the word rest. Um, I know that the Bible commands it, and yeah, we see it in Genesis. In fact, right at the start, God created the earth, and then on the seventh day, he rested, which gives us the blueprint for human work and rest. Keeping the Sabbath or having a day that is set apart, different from the other days in the week, is the only spiritual discipline that's included in the Ten Commandments. But yeah, there's still so much noise in my head of all these different voices trying to tell me what rest is. Now, from my experience, I would venture to tell you that rest is not binging on Netflix. All right? Done a fair bit of it, and I found after binging on Netflix, which is just TV online, uh, I usually find I feel more empty and dissatisfied with my life, not rested at all. Um, I think that rest is filling up spiritually and that rest can simply just be God time. What energizes us is time spent with God, spent with our Creator, truly pressing in and enjoying being with Him, asking Him to be in every part of our lives. Holy Spirit refills and rejuvenates us. I think the key is in the first words in this verse. It says, come to me. Now, does Jesus give rest to all the heavy laden? No. He actually gives it to those who come to him. We receive rest by coming to Jesus.
in the verse, Jesus is talking about every type of weariness and burden, the weight we can feel on our soul. He's also speaking specifically to the legalistic yoke that people like the Pharisees had laid on themselves and the Jewish people. So in this scenario, Jesus is talking to a whole bunch of people, his disciples as well, and the Pharisees are these religious leaders, and they had all these laws and all these things to try and make themselves um, pure and holy and more like God. Um, and he was speaking specifically to that and the burden that that was putting on the people. Trying in your own strength to be perfect and pure and follow all God's laws is actually one of the most tiring and impossible things we can do. I've tried to do it. I've seen lots of other people do it. Um, but it's a losing battle. It's impossible to work your way to God. That's why we need the cross and the free gift of grace. And honestly, it, it, just knowing that takes so much weight off your shoulders already, you know, that it's not you, it's just Jesus. The message version of this passage is really good. I like it. Um, and it asks us to learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Um, I think this means surrendering. I think this means surrendering the burden of religion and trying in your own strength to be perfect and taking hold of the free gift of grace that God has given us through Jesus. It's building rhythms into our life to truly rest and have our God time, not living in condemnation or striving in our own strength. It's just resting in His grace. Yeah. I think this is honestly like <laughs> one of the most important things to know as a Christian is just to always come back to God's grace. <clears throat> um, we can get so caught up in just trying to tick boxes like, have I read my Bible today? Have I prayed enough times today? But man, you can just get yourself into such a rut, into guilt and shame if you don't come back to grace every time. Yeah, actually, who someone shared about um, earlier that like no matter what um, God still loves you there's nothing we can do to make him love us more or less we are worthy so thank you so much for sharing that um, cool All right um, I'm going to read out the message version um, of this verse and I'll read it nice and slowly <clears throat> and what I'd love you guys to do is just listen to the words and just listen to what God is trying to say to you through this verse. Um, yeah, anything that he um, puts on your heart that stands out to you. And then um, after I've read it out, I'll have a little bit of quiet. And then I'll let you know and you can share it with the person to your left. Because um, it's always cool to hear what other people are thinking too. We're a body. Don't just have to listen to what I say. So... <clears throat> cool. Read, silence, then talk. Are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly.
All right, turn to the person on your left. What stood out to you? Cool. Hey, if anyone wants a practical illustration of what a yoke is, talk to Jeremy after this, all right? <laughs> so I've talked a bit about Sabbath, a day of rest, but how can we live our lives every day coming out of a place of rest and not hurry, right? Because that's what we want, to feel just less hurried every day. Um, here are some practical ways that I think can help us rest and connect with God. Again, I'm no expert in any of this. I need to practice them a lot. Yeah, most of them are spiritual disciplines, and discipline is a hard thing that you have to keep doing and doing and doing, get into a habit of, to create a discipline of it. Um, yes, yeah, so here are some things I think are really practical ways to build rest, which is just God time, into your everyday. So daily spiritual disciplines these here's a little list but not limited to these things like praying listening silence and solitude reading the bible fasting practicing the sabbath maybe set prayers meditating on scripture listening to music that talks about god and all the good things he's done gathering with other christians like we're doing now talking about jesus to each other I found so much value in just um, actually talking about Christian stuff when I'm with my Christian friends. So good. Um, yeah, sharing testimonies of what he's done, encouraging others. Those are things that can fill you up, that can help you rest. God time. Um, yeah. Oh, some other things are... Um, so if you struggle with these spiritual disciplines, um, one thing I found really helpful was changing the way I thought about how God time had to be done. So there's this really cool book called um, The Spiritual Pathways. Can't remember who it's by. Um, just Google it. But there's nine spiritual pathways. Um, <clears throat> naturalists. So naturalists. Um, oh, yeah. So anyway, the idea, sorry, is that all these spiritual pathways, everyone has at least one or a few of them, and they're different ways that we use to connect with God, okay? So, yeah. Naturalists <coughs> um, love to spend time in nature, appreciating God's creation. That's what fills them up in their God time. Sensates, they're people who love, um, yeah, the senses aroused. So smelling things, touching things, seeing things that draw them closer to God. Traditionalists. Um, love liturgy, um, love symbols, um, love, um, yeah, tradition, um, stuff that draws them closer to God. Aesthetics, um, that's about, yeah, like, kind of similar to contemplative, um, yeah, just a lot of, like, meditating and reading and things like that. Activists, um, it's all in the name. They just love to get out there. You know, they're probably the social justice warriors in the church. So cool. I got a bit of that in me. Um, caregivers, man, such a cool one to have. Just the people who are super hospitable. They get filled up by just loving other people. Enthusiasts, um, yeah, this is another big one for me. It's people who just love. They're probably going to be the people up with the music band twirling ribbons around and stuff. Um, yeah, just enthusiastic. <laughs> Contemplatives, um, 
yeah, more of like the quiet stuff. Um, yeah, meditating on scripture, that stuff. Intellectuals love studying the Bible, getting in the Word, really just having their brain going, you know, um, in God's stuff. So, yeah, those are a few things. Maybe you hear a bit of yourself in some of those. Check it out, Nine Spiritual Pathways, some good stuff in there of maybe ways to connect with God, have your God time, get that rest. Yeah, it doesn't always have to look like maybe what you've always thought devotion times look like. Here are some things that I think rest time doesn't look like. Like I already said, binging Netflix or watching stuff that is just going to actually pull you down rather than build you up, fill into you. Um, <clears throat> using God to distract yourself from God. Now this is something I heard quite recently, using God to distract yourself from God. And what it means to me <clears throat> is... Um, sometimes you can get so busy doing God stuff that you actually tune out what he's actually trying to say, like, hey, just come, come back, chill out, hang out with me. Um, but we're just like, nah, go, go, go. I got to do this thing for you. I got to do this thing for you. Um, so, yeah, don't use God stuff to distract yourself from God. Doing things that you don't have time for, even good things. Obviously, it can be a distraction. Yeah, you're going to have to sacrifice some time. Um, working, 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 working as well. It's something we can do, even in ministry, you know. Um, yeah, I know some people who just don't really take holidays. and Probably not the most healthy thing. Um, yeah, you've got to make time for rest, and it can be a sacrifice sometimes, especially if you're wired to just keep going. Um yeah, or something I did recently, filling your rest time with too many activities, you know? <laughs> going to see the dolphins, going to the hot bulls in Tekapo, going up the mountain, going up the mountain again. Yeah. So what can we learn from all this? Yeah, what I want you to do, again, is turn to the person on your right, and you're going to tell them one habit that you can begin this week that could help you truly rest. Okay, so it could be something I said. Maybe it's something else you thought of. One habit you can begin this week that can help you truly rest. Go. All right. If you guys would like to um, get a bit more into this topic, um, my wife and I read a really good book called The Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. You can come ask me about it later if you forget the name he also does a really good podcast and has a devotion on the bible app yeah i hope you all got something um valuable out of this um i know that i was speaking to people who are also struggling with this like i am because i got you to all put your hands up at the start so i know you're feeling busy um but yeah hopefully going into this next week um, yeah, you can find that rest time, find that God time, and um, get re-energized. So yeah, let us just learn together these unforced rhythms of grace. Spend less time busy and instead build healthy rhythms for rest into our lives. And when you get down about it, just come back to grace. Mm, awesome. Hey, I'm going to pray for us and... Um, then Aaron's going to come up and uh, send us off. Yeah. Thank you, Father, for the rest that we have in you. Um, thank you 
for yeah, not just um, being a God of hurry, um, a God that we just have to constantly be working towards. We don't, um, yeah, there's nothing we can actually do in our own strength to um, be closer to you. Um, thank you for the gift of grace. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross so that we could have true life in him. Um, yeah, thank you for making him the way to you. Um, thank you for showing us to rest. Um, yeah, even after you, the God of the universe, created everything, you rested. Um, yeah, help us to find your rest. I pray right now for any of us who are feeling empty, feeling that weight and burden on our soul that isn't your weight, isn't your burden, Lord. I pray that you would, um, yeah, just take off all that extra stuff that's not of you. We just ask for your for your yoke, for your burden that is light and gives us a rest. Mm. Ask that in Jesus' name. Bless us in this coming week. Help us to build rhythms into our lives that, yeah, actually allow us to take a breath, to spend time with you. Um, yeah, I pray that you'd meet us in those times that, um, yeah, we would dream dreams and um, have conversations with you and have encouragements for others. And, yeah, thank you for all the encouragement we've had tonight from everyone, everyone that's shared and the people next to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Huntley Baptist Church Podcast.